Welcome back to CNN State of the Union. I'm Jake Tapper. World leaders finally addressed the elephant in the room this month when it comes to climate change, the burning of fossil fuels that is the primary cause of our warming planet. Former Vice President Al Gore has been warning the world about fossil fuels for more than 20 years, and he is still working on the issue. He runs a nonprofit devoted to solving the climate crisis and somehow looking to the future with hope that maybe human beings can change. And joining me now is former Vice President Al Gore. Vice President Gore, thanks so much for joining us. So, Mr. Vice President, 2023, officially the hottest year on record, deadly heat waves, catastrophic floods, devastating wildfires, more powerful storms. We've gotten dangerously close to the 1.5 degree yeah. Celsius threshold beyond which experts say humanity and the planet will struggle to adapt. What do you think 2024 will look like? Well, we still have the ability to, to seize control of our destiny. Here's the good news, Jake. If we stop adding to the overburden of these greenhouse gas pollutants in the sky, if we reach what they call true net zero and stop adding to the heat trapping capacity up there, the temperatures will stop going up right away. And if we stay at true net zero, half of the human caused greenhouse pollution will fall out of the atmosphere in as little as 25 to 30 years. We have the ability to do this. And it's not impractical because we now have the cheapest new source of energy in the history of the world with solar electricity and wind electricity. And the electric vehicles reached 20% of sales globally this year. The batteries are now, we had one gigafactory several years ago. Now they're 200 and another 400 being built. You know, a long time ago, one of the Saudi Arabian oil ministers said, we better remember the Stone Age didn't end because of a shortage of stones. It ended because something better came along. We've got something better now. We can do this if we just overcome the greed and political power of the big fossil fuel polluters who've been trying to control this process. It's time for people at the grassroots level in every country to speak up and the good news is that's happening, too. So you say we can fix this. What needs to happen? Well, we need to we need to break through this blockade uh, that the fossil fuel industry and the big petro states uh, have been using to to block progress. We also need to reform this U.N. process because it requires a what they call consensus now, which is similar to requiring it to be unanimous if the president of the COP uh, decides that they don't see any objections, then he declares there's a consensus. And that's why it's so important that that person who's in charge of the process not have a direct conflict of interest. Uh, we have to make a decision to get past fossil fuels uh, and start accelerating uh, the shift over to renewable energy and efficiency. And, you know, the, this is beginning to happen anyway, Jake. Last year, uh, if you look at all the new electricity generation installed worldwide, 80 percent of it was solar and wind. Uh, in India, it was 93 percent. It's cheaper now. And it creates three times as many new jobs for each dollar invested compared to dollars invested in the old, dirty, polluting uh, fossil fuels. So we have what we need. 
The International Energy Agency says that we've got all of the solutions that we need with proven deployment models to cut the emissions in half this decade, and we've got a clear line of sight to get the rest of it done before mid-century. So we can do this. The only thing that we need is sufficient political will, uh, but as many have pointed out, political will is itself a renewable resource, and these young people around the world are helping the world to renew it. So that's... That's the good news. That's the good vision. But what happens if the world doesn't act? What, what's the worst case scenario? Well, the scientists who warned us of these mega storms and the, the floods and mudslides and droughts and the ice melting and the sea level rising and the storms getting stronger and the tropical diseases and uh, climate migrants crossing international borders in larger numbers, they were dead right when they warned us about this. And so we need to pay more attention to them now. Here's one thing they say, if we don't take action, there could be as many as one billion climate refugees crossing international uh, borders in the next several decades. Well, a few million has contributed to this uh, wave of populist authoritarianism and dictatorships and so forth. Uh, what would a billion do? We can't do this. We could lose our capacity for self-governance. Already we're seeing people driven from the places they've always called home, and we're seeing an expansion of areas in the world that are, are physiologically unlivable now because of the combination of heat and humidity. They're relatively small areas now, but if we don't act, they will expand to include most of India, large parts of uh, northern South America, the Philippines, Indonesia, Pakistan, the list goes on. Uh, our, the survival of our civilization is at stake, and it sounds dire, but it is dire. And, and But again, the good news is we can reclaim control of our destiny if we summon the, the political will and the courage and the moral courage to do it. You know, there's a European politician, Claude Juncker, who said, we all know what to do. We just don't know how to be reelected if we do it. Well, uh, this is why grassroots pressure uh, from people who understand how high the stakes are is the critical element. And the good news, again, is people are rising up and demanding action. Your new CNN poll shows that more than three quarters of Americans, including uh, a majority, 76 percent of independents and more than half of the Republicans, support action. We just have to break the political power that the fossil fuel industry has uh, exerted with its fixers and its lobbyists and its bags of money and its revolving door colleagues. But we can do this, Jake. We can do it. Vice President Al Gore, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time today, sir. Thank you, Jake.